recording, by the way. I'm trying to figure out who the hell Jeff looks like. Like, what cartoon character wears, like, a thin blue striped shirt? Like, I thought I was going to call him, like, a raggedy Andy-looking motherfucker, but, like, I looked him up, and it's, <laughs> it's like, a plaid. It's not, like, striped. It's don't, it's maybe Popeye. Popeye? Okay, don't don't the One Piece people like pirates? Oh yeah, sailors? it is a piratey shirt. You are correct. Yeah, that yeah. might be it. That might be it. I don't know. You're looking very have, nautical today, Jeff. I, nautical is the word. I have three shirts that are like on oh, no, there. Actually, they're solid on top. But uh, this just happened to be. I notice I don't rotate my shirts. It's whatever's clean goes back on top. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm making an effort to like rotate now. See, I've gotten to the point now where my shirt drawer is like overstuffed. So, like, if I even I wanted getting this many shirts, if yeah. I wanted to even get down into the lower shirts, it would be destroying the entire like stack of shirts on top of it. It's it's the whole plate thing where it's like you only ever use the top five out of ten plates, and then they're all like scuffed up with knife and fork marks, and there's just one pristine plate on the bottom that's never been used. We go through all our plates, but we have one plate, I guess, like, uh, not a dinner plate, but like a, like a dessert plate or something. It's like a yeah. saucer kind of thing that is cracked somewhere in it, but you can't visibly see the crack. So when you heat it up, it like does that microwave burn on it and is like 4,000 degrees. Yeah. I always grab that one uh, when I microwave <laughs> like taquitos or something. No, I hang up all my shirts, so it's easier to like page through them to find what I'm looking for. Um, but the color got... coordinated. No, it's split evenly into work shirts with collars and t-shirts. So that way, when I wake up in the morning, cause I wake up like 10 minutes before my wife, it's pitch black and I can just kind of go to the closet and be like collars, co collar. And I grab the, one. The unsung effort you make. So your wife can enjoy 10 more minutes of sleep that will never get that payoff. It's yeah. uh, staggering. Well, it's a fun surprise because then I get down to the bathroom and I'm like, "What color is it today?" Because it's fucking pitch black. I've got no idea what I grabbed. So, I have two like Twitch related comments. Number one, this is the first sub month I've saw like resubbed, and like they make it hard to use your Twitch Prime sub now. You just, like you have to hit a checkbox to like put it in there. It's oh, not just a that, button anymore. Is that where that is? Because I was just looking for that. Yeah. Uh, number two, thirty-one months. We've been doing this shit. Wow. That's entirely too long. Uh, third point. My recommended channel is Cash App. What is Cash App doing right now? Like the, the, the thing that like people use to send money to whores. Yeah. I was like, isn't, isn't that an app, right. not a channel? The yeah. Cash App Just Chatting is has 5.4 thousand uh, Cash App Trivia season two they're live right now yeah they must they, they must be giving away money there's some guy with a receding hairline talking to a microphone anyway we're here to talk about games yeah <laughs> i guess what have you guys been playing we have we have taken seriously a month off so when so if you are paying attention at home uh anybody that does listen we abruptly ended a podcast like a month ago uh, where I said I had to go, I had to go get something checked out, and then we were just silent. So everyone probably thought that like somebody was dead. Everybody's fine. Um, Maggie shot Mr. Burns. <laughs> everybody's fine. We uh, we but we were, thought we were gonna have to like run into like the urgent care to get something looked at, and then we called the on call doctor, and he was just like, "Now nah, you're fine. Come in tomorrow. We'll have a look at it." How great would that have been though, to like 
ultimately wrap up the podcast, and that's how we chose to do just, it. Yeah. We just like abandon it in the middle of an episode. Just right Something's in the middle wrong. with a cliffhanger. Done. Um, and like, we'll be reading message boards years from now, and they'll be like, "Game Night now never solve the mystery." <laughs> We also only have one episode left on all of the internet because <laughs> they just disappear. Um, you guys had to have played at least one video game in the last three weeks, Steve. Have you? You had to. You had to, at least one. You have a Switch now. Yeah. So I played. Uh, I played the demo for Kirby, which makes me want to play it. But which I'm which not... one? The fighter or the? Uh, no, the the free to play one. No, there's one that's a lot like the old school Kirby All Stars, but I think it's called like Kirby Allies or something like that. I think that's like the free. Isn't, isn't that the free to play one? Mm, no, no, that's that's the real one. I see. I find I always I want to play Kirby more than I actually want to play Kirby, and then I get into it and I go, "Oh, like this is like baby level easy," which I understand you're playing with a three year old. Yeah, uh, well, it's actually I, perfect. Probably perfect game to get, but <laughs> yeah, that's. That's why I was looking into it originally, because I always liked Kirby All-Stars, and I was looking for games that were specifically good for, like, a four-year-old, because you have to find a game that the the object is either easy or free-roaming, and more specifically, you cannot have any text in it, because they can't read English, so there's words, and they just want it get, to get it the fuck off the screen, so... Um, cause we had that problem with, does she read something uh, else besides English that you like specify that she can't read English? Like she reads like Klingon natively. You know, uh, he taught her she, Dothraki. Yeah. She reads, uh, random symbols. Uh, but yeah, I, we did a Pokemon cafe because the mechanics behind that game are pretty easy. It just but there's like stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this would be fun for her. But between every fucking level is like a book of exposition where some dumb shit talks to a Pokemon. And I'd be like, if I gave that to my daughter, it would get to that. She'd hit the button 10 times, get halfway through the conversation and be like, this is broken. Will you help me? Like, <laughs> what what do I do? So no, no text, no exposition. Uh, and something easy to play. And Kirby came up because it's one of those like un... Uh, unlosable games if you play two-player because you can mm -hmm. have adults just constantly revive and uh, it was that or Mario Kart 8 because if you play on the lowest settings plus all the help settings it's the same thing you can't lose you can't die so yeah, I was gonna that's say, supposed yeah, to be really 50, good 50 cc with the auto steer and auto drive on like she could put yep. the controller down and it will still be fine but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna recommend Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze because it has yeah. the Funky Kong mode that doesn't take hits, hmm. and there's no real story with it. Just get your Do, bananas. If you back. have any muscle memory to the old Donkey Kong games, you're gonna hate it. I, that was like that was at least my experience. Like the way my thumb sits on a Super Nintendo controller to run and jump isn't exactly the same as mm -hmm. as this game, and I just can't. I can't get it through my... I beat the game, but I hated it the whole time. Yeah, I, I've i been looking at, like, all of the popular games look good, and I want to play them, but Just I'm about to go and... The next time I'm in Hershey, I'll drop off a whole pile of cartridges. Like, I have Mario and Mario Kart 8 and Zelda. Mario Kart... Uh, Mario um, Odyssey is a perfect Ooh. game because they have hat mode where you get to play the game, and she gets to be the hat, and she can just whip the hat around the screen... Yeah, yeah, we uh, that's perfect. Yeah, we we're gonna go 
on a beach trip next week, so I'm going to put her through the paces a little bit to see how much she can, like, play and get a hold of. But that's also what's been killing the game budget, because I'm like, uh, I bought a hotel room, and I'm going to have to pay for, like, gas. The place we're going to is a public beach, so you got to pay, like, 20 bucks for mm, parking, sort New of. New Jersey. It's, no, it's a uh, Lose, oh, Delaware. That's Lose is good. Yeah, uh, I like it. We we just we right before we our last show, I was at in, in Dewey, Delaware, which is like my all time favorite beach. So if you yeah, they're, they're like right next to yeah. each other, I think. Rehoboth is in between of, the two of them. Yeah, well, we went to it's not Slaughter, but it was some random beach that's a little higher up than that um, last year to try to do like a day trip. And it fucking sucked because it had just like had a hurricane come through. So there was all these washed up dead like horseshoe crabs and seaweed because that portion of the beach isn't like taken care of. Mm -hmm. And there were biting flies everywhere and they don't give a shit about how much bug spray you put on. So like if they land on you, it feels like there's something sort of itching you like it's an annoyance, but they can take a bite out of you. And they did out of my daughter. And that was the end of that beach because she just flipped the fuck out and would have nothing to do with that whole area. So I had like Google maps, aerial photography, and I was just like going through the coastline looking for a public beach. And that's how we found uh lose. Then we went there and it was, it was perfect because the waves aren't high at all. It's almost like being in a, yeah, because it's on like the like a lake. It's on the other side of like a, a peninsula almost, so like yeah. the waves can't really hit it that hard. I'm I'm not naming anything related to the water because I'm totally fucking off. So I'm not. I've just avoided using any deltas, bays, uh, <laughs> anything like that. But uh, we did a day trip earlier this year, and it was a lot of fun. And um, school season starting, so they always have in service running up to it where the school can like get through all their trainings so we were like why would one of us take off two days out of the week we could all take off and we'll just actually spend like a whole one night there just do a whole day at the beach hotel for the night next day at the beach it'll be great uh, so the, ne the next day at the beach is one of those things that i don't think i will ever do again like that you've checked out of the hotel room we're going down to the beach now i'm gonna need to drive home just disgusting like still sandy. Like that was something that I was yep. fine with doing when I was like eleven, and then it's just like I can't do this anymore. Well, that's that's how we did it last time because, like I said, we just did a day trip. So yeah. you get in on early in the morning, you hang out for like five to seven hours on the beach, grab dinner, come back home. I but... have just seven hours on the beach. My attention span is gone if I'm not swimming in the ocean. Yeah, I can at most sit there and stare for like fifteen minutes, and then I'm like, I got to be doing something. Well, drives, when you have drives Noel well, absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah, when you have a small child, don't worry because she's gonna drag your ass into the water constantly. And when when we went last time, it was low tide, so there was like a mile of water that had the depth of like your ankle. So <laughs> there was just like a kiddie pool. Every the entire like area was just a kiddie pool, and it was really nice, especially because it was hot. So the water gets like actually warm too. Mm. Um, but yeah, I. I figured that one out a while ago because I bought, and I don't even remember why, but I have a um, camping shower. It's like one of those giant solar bags. Mm -hmm. And I'd always just fill that sucker up and leave it in the back of the car. And then right before you go, you can just sort of hose yourself off or you can just give yourself a full-on shower if you want, but just to get all that sand off of you. And that helps a lot. 
when so. we the, we were in in Delaware about a month ago, there was an uh, infestation of sea lice. Did I talk about this on the show? You yeah, did. You yeah, said okay. you cut this out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully there's no sea lice because that was disgusting. Nah, we haven't had any issues. Jeff, video games. I've been playing a lot of uh, Japanese RPG shit nobody cares about. Okay. Uh, I had made the mistake. Uh, so I, I, was, I wanted to buy a Wave Bird controller. And I was like, I'm bidding on one. And I, I, the, it's that eBay dance where they're like, I'm a dollar ahead of you. And you're like, I'll wait till five seconds left. And then you'd go again. And he's like, one second left. And he beats you by a dollar. You know, that's not how eBay works, right? You just put the most you would pay for something in and it bids for you. I, I do put the most in there. And then I get to that point and I go like, if I lose this by a dollar, I'm going to be pissed. So then I, I nitpick the last, but if that guy had more money in there, than you did, you're going to lose it by a dollar. Just because Correct. you want it by a dollar doesn't mean that he didn't have 40 more dollars to go on top of you. I'm aware of this. However, this is how I eBay. You don't <laughs> get a wall of useless bullshit behind you if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, so I I had lost one and I bid on another. And immediately, like as soon as I did my bid, I got outbid. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go up to my number. I went up to my number and I had the lead. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to get outbid in no time. Because, like, this is the most I'm willing to spend. And then I'm looking and there was a buy it now for $5 more than my max with free shipping. I was like, I'll just buy that because I'm going to get outbid on this other one. And then I never got outbid on the other one. So I got two wave bird controllers uh, when I was only looking for one. Uh, so I was playing Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. The last game, and Paper Mario. Yes, and it is so uh, slow move. I, 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 that's the like my favorite genre is JRPGs, and I hate that like hour to five hour intro period where they're just like, hey, you know, uh, Dan thinks potions are wrong, but you can use potions. Uh, if you press B here, you can do this. If you want and to just take, it's, yeah, it's so slow moving. It's the same problem I'm having with the new uh, Neo. The world ends with you. Hmm. Is it's just like like I'll they'll let me play for like a minute and they'll be like oh here's the battle battles are fun you like doing battles anyway here's a twelve minute cutscene about answering text messages and it's just <laughs> like let me fucking play this game and I end up I I've, I've fallen asleep every time I tried to play it but I'm like two hours in yeah I I have um, yet to play I don't mean I don't I don't play near the JRPGs that you do but like. I think that they probably do that because they know that like their their systems are complicated and if they like took their time to teach it to you organically, the whole game would just be teaching you the systems and you'd be 100 hours in and they'd still be creative what, what teaching I would you like systems. To, what I would like to see is uh, before you start the game, they go, have you played a JRPG before? <laughs> if you answer yes, it just plays you like the opening story beats yeah. in, a, in a movie and then goes, here's the game. If you need help, there's a glossary of tutorials you can check. You can look it up yourself, a YouTube video. And we're way past the point where you need that long, drawn-out tutorial for a JRPG. I it's suppose. not like a niche. It's not a super niche thing anymore. They're you know, popular games. They're more expensive games. I mean, you got to know if how much like how much romancing is involved in this JRPG and how much. If there's touch controls, yeah. there might be some. Yeah. If it's the kind of JRPG that you can interact with, that like yes. when you do your turn base, but you can also hit the B button to like extra like, new stuff. But the thing is, like we figured all that shit out back in the like Super Nintendo days. 
it was all in the manual. We just didn't read it, but we figured it right. out. I guess most of us did. I, I, I tell this story all the time. I'd still to this day, like have never beaten the turtles game on NES. Cause I didn't realize you could change turtles, but I digress. Interesting. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, the thing I hate the most about like, I'm in that uh, you've, you've known me long enough to know. I hit that period of time where I'm like, I, I'm waiting for a game to grab me, and then I just plow. Like, when I get into a game, I can plow through a game in a weekend. I think that's only and, when we tell you that you're not going to. All right, well, tell me I'm not going to beat Neo. The world ends with you. Yeah, you're definitely not beating that game. <laughs> all right. You're not going to beat everything. The God. game. The game called everything. Huh. Uh, <laughs> it, it is a 100-hour JRPG, but it's just like, I. you could make this 85, and we'd still be good. Just don't make me do this tutorial bullshit. Um, what else is I playing? I was playing you, something else. Did you play any Final Fantasy XIV in the last three weeks since we like talked no, about? No, I've, I've, I, I feel like you. I've been waiting for the. Uh, all right, we're gonna play now. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Since I know that that's what we're waiting for, I haven't made a new character yet, though. So I got to go through that bullshit. Yeah, you should. You should probably at least get to the point where we can actually do something together. Right. The first. I need a. Couple... I need a reminder. So that I can get back here in a year and be like, oh yeah, how how much Final Fantasy have you guys played with each other in the year? Be like, well, there was that one time uh, that we almost did. <laughs> yeah, we almost did. Um, no, I, I on the week like I don't have my notifications turned on for Discord, but I do. I'll check. I'll be like, yeah. are you? I think I played you, something else, but I can't remember what it is. I think if I still throw an at at you, you you get that notification. I have like all. You have I, all. I used to get absolutely bombarded with stupid shit mm. uh, and now dead discords that i should probably just leave well, you, but, should, uh, you shouldn't block all of them you should just you should always have game night now all notifications on all the time that was I like the, to, that was the first one i turned off back in the day because i had discard on my phone i was like why does this thing never shut the fuck up and i i muted everything well that was back when this was an active active discord channel now it's just bullshit yeah and i think and rick flair gifs yeah i have a dms set only and like actual must be at me yeah i treat game night now like the listening public does we're like oh shit it's back (laughs) (laughs) um before we jumped into beach talk i did actually play a couple new games oh sorry um i thought the beach i I thought i thought the beach took all of your money so we did not play any new games no it's it the beach and then I have another beach trip coming in September, like the actual Double vacation. Beach. We're going to the outer. We're going to the outer banks for Oof. a week. Have you ever done that um, with a kid? Have you done that drive yet? That drive, no. I have been warned about a couple things, but that drive will still be shorter than Michigan by uh, a few hours. Maybe. <laughs> it all depends on yeah, when you leave. I, I I know about DC and the bridge, depending on if you're going to DC do a, a DC the bridge and the island itself. If you like, there's only one road, and if you hit it yeah, at the wrong time, it could take you hours to go miles. Yeah, we're still drive debating. overnight, hundred percent. It's gonna suck. Leave at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I, Phil was telling me the same thing, and we were kind of debating whether or not to do that. But I think the place that we are going to may have a form of early check-in, and even if it doesn't, we'll go fuck off for a bit. But. Um, uh, I was sitting there the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I'd rather sit on a bridge hovering over the ocean for two and a half hours than go to work tomorrow. So I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Like, I'll I'll do it. And then I was like, wait, 
my opinion is colored right now because I don't want to be at work. But after driving for seven hours, sitting in the car for another three hours, stuck on a bridge, I might actually change my mind. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, the lady I talked to, she has a small child, and they never do a whole day trip. They go like an hour outside of that bridge, and they'll spend the night out there. So they'll do like a six-hour drive, spend a night, and then they'll they'll forge their way in the next morning. Um we we're just trying to figure out when we want to try to leave. Does DC get busy even on a weekend? Because mm-hmm. it's going to be a Saturday. Yep. Is it worth it to go around or just go so early it shouldn't make a difference? If you are going, if you insist on leaving at like seven or eight o'clock, um, no. <laughs> like what? Are you, what are you thinking? Uh, we were toying around with like four, but you, I, you'll be fine at four. Uh, yeah. Um. But like, if yeah, if you really want to leave at that time, you're better off going like, staying on eighty one and going the extra hour around all of it, um, than even trying to go through DC because DC like one accident will put you, you you'll you'll be on Google Maps and it'll be like oh you're on, you're green and you're gonna be there in se- seven hours and then like one accident later it's like uh you just got added, uh ninety two minutes to your drive it's like son of a bitch this is awful. But uh, uh, I will yeah. let you talk about your video games now. I will stop redirecting That's you away it. from them. I'm, no, I'm happy talking about the beach because I need the hot tips. <laughs> I, I We went to the Outer Banks every year for like six years. Um, and we went twice the last year we went to the Outer Banks. And we hit awful traffic both trips where like it was like seven and a half hours, I think is what it's supposed to take to get down there. And yeah, Google Maps would just say that's the average, but I'm like, you, you don't know. Yeah, and <laughs> um, I, like 11 was 11 down, nine and a half back, and then the next time it was like eight and a half, and then like 13 hours back. Like it was awful, and we haven't been down there since because it's just just awful. Yeah, my... no, nothing is worse than like hitting it all, like hitting traffic in DC, then hitting bridge traffic, and then finally getting there and getting like going getting onto the island, and then it's just completely stopped. And one of you. Last beach trip we went on, uh, we did like, it was like a seven, eight hour drive. Forget the beach. Uh, but we showed up and there was jizz all over our bedspread from the people who had stayed there before. <laughs> all he wanted to do was like take a shower and lay down and we had to go to Walmart and buy a new bed and clean the you place. You still do that. Bottom. There's nothing stopping you. <laughs> That's true. That, well, there was something stopping me, but. Was it like still viscous or was it just. No, the... It was, it was the, uh, like the dried white. Yeah, all yeah. like everywhere on this. I stayed at the right Abraham Lincoln Hotel in Reading, Pennsylvania, for a Florida Georgia Line concert, <laughs> and um, on your Yelp review. And we showed up, and there was the obvious remnants of jizz on the on the comforter. And we called down to the front desk to get a new comforter, and they brought down brought another comforter with more jizz on it. There was more jizz on the second comforter, and they said that was the last one they had. It was like wow. yeah, we we called down to the lobby and we we're like, uh, can somebody come up here and clean this? And they were like, did you book through the hotel? And we we're like, I don't know, did we book at the hotel? And it was like, no, this is a private room owned by somebody subletting it out in the hotel. Mm. So we were either fucked or had to sleep on the gross comforter. So we ended up buying new blankets just for the trip. Yeah, that that is one of those things that you just don't like to. I don't like to think about, like, is knowing that I worked in a hotel for ten years. Like, I know that they don't those com- comforters on on their best aren't being washed more than once a month. 
And right. it's just like, that's insane. Like triple sheet is the only, like the, I, I, I won't stay at a hotel anymore unless it's triple sheeted, which is with a duvet with sheet, like sandwiched in between two sheets. Anyways, you played some video games, yes. Steve. No, oh, yeah, we keep, yeah. Let's, let's fuck video games. And Custody too. Speeches, Cause yeah. yeah. Um, no, we, I played the outer worlds. That's a good a little game. bit. Ooh, okay. Um, you played on switch I, or on PC? No PC, because okay. it was obviously cheaper. Uh, and I, I bought that. Twenty bucks in the Switch runs like garbage, but you can yeah. take it to the beach with you. Uh, no, I'm not taking. I'm not taking that electronics on the beach. It's gonna be full of sand. <laughs> There's no but fucking on way. the beach. Uh, that's right. You only do like a day trip. Well, I'll take it with me, but it'll be like hotel after we desand. Um, I bought that back in mid July. And I played that for probably like 20 hours by now. Um, Destiny is sort of in its like waxing phase where there's nothing to do for like five weeks until the next season drops. So I just needed something to keep myself busy. I also played Undermine, which is a procedurally gener- generated roguelike. I don't know, something about it. I could have like, I could, I could, I could guessed that that like it sounded like a procedurally generated roguelike. Yeah, the the little video of it made me think it would be more interesting than it was. I was thinking it would be a, a little bit more of a knockoff of like Hades, because the whole point of it did is you play to, Hades? like mm, not not yet, but I did. Up. I caught the review of it, and the idea was like same same so, deal. So, but, but you start. But, but I just so you you bought a game because you thought it was going to be like Hades, even though you haven't played Hades. Yeah, but the <laughs> the the. the Gameplay uh, interesting. Yeah, the gameplay is roughly the same, right? It's a roguelike, but the progression for it is based on you having to get as far as you can with collecting resources. You will die, but then you can invest the resources to get more powerful and therefore like get further. That's the, that's the exact same system for both of those games, just completely different styles of like art and a little bit of mechanics, but. I was like, yeah, I'll try this out. It was on sale. Um, I don't know. It's not really gripping me as much as it should have. Um, and then I bought a game called Everything because it was on my wish list and it hit sale. And I was like, this is going to be a lot of fun to play later. Uh, it just seems like one of those totally out of left field games. I don't really know a ton about it. I've been watching a lot of Donkey, thanks to uh, Jeff. And he, like, randomly hit on one of those during, like, an E3 thing. And I was like, I wonder if that's any good. It's like, that'd probably be really good if I was just super drunk one night. And I just wanted to roll around as, like, a sheep. So, (laughs) sure, why not? If nothing else, I'm front-loading some games that I'm not playing, specifically waiting for the Steam Deck to come out when I can play them when I'm stuck, like... In a room with my child and not near my PC. I don't want to bury the lead here because that's our topic. But like, do you find yourself being like, "Oh, I can play this on the Steam Deck when it gets here in like four or five months," rather yeah. than just sitting down and playing it now? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, I, that's, that's the switch. You're you're getting the switch effect that we all had for the last like four years since the switch has come out. Like, oh, that game looks awesome. I'm gonna wait for it on the switch. Yeah. Well, there's there's a couple of games where like. I was just holding on to them for a rainy day, but now that that's coming, I'm like, oh no, it'd be much better 
doing that. And so this frees up my time because I can spend more time hanging out with my family upstairs rather than trying to play like during a weekend or we're going to have a new child on the way. I know there's a lot of like... I disappear is this storm. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're going to go down for a nap time, but the nap time is very volatile, so you can't go very far. So I can't like go to the other story of my house and just hope that you know that everything comes. nobody wakes up yeah yeah so uh I, i've got sitting there uh monster hunter world which i had bought a long time ago it's been a rainy day game resident evil how... 7 i don't know as well resident evil 7 is fine i don't know how i feel about resident or monster hunter world on a handheld there's a lot of things on your hud touchscreen though if they uh they let you treat your touchscreen like a mouse. I think that'll work fine. You, I mean, you can do. There's the little touchpads are can be like mice underneath the the joysticks, and there's gyro I, controls. I mean, there's a thousand. I things. do. I do believe it lets you use the touchscreen as a cursor as well. I. Yes, I, it does. Do you? Did you guys ever watch Linus Tech Tips? Yeah. Yes, I did yeah. watch that the other day. All right, because uh, I. I casually watch his shit, even though I'm not that invested in the IT world. But he's just an interesting character as well. And so he was doing the review, and he was getting really excited about it. And so that made me feel very good about this horrible purchase that I just made that I can't really You only spent $5 so far. <laughs> well, yeah, I did actually manage to sell one of my, um, my decks that I had on hand. So uh, I'm up... Two hundred and seventy-five dollars, so it's not going to cost me four hundred altogether. And I, I gotta modify some eBay listings here. But... I'm gonna take the next thirty seconds to try to convince you to up your your reservation to the not EMMC version. It's it. You're making a mistake. You can't. You got the lowest tier, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that has you. You have to. You have to. You got, like it's it's going to be so ungodly slow compared to your PC. Like it's the that. Actually, I think it might be better than his current PC, though. Yeah, but I'm not using it. the the hard drive is going to be the same speed as what I'm currently using. I'm not going to notice the difference. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's the the difference between NVMe and EMC read write speeds is like crazy. Like it's EMC is almost down to spinning disk drive like levels of loading, and I I really so, think that video games are because the new consoles are on high speed SSDs, like. They're making games with the assumption that you have a high-speed drive, and that 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 uh, standard of memory is just not going to do it. So I would almost agree with you. In fact, I do, but for the wrong reason. Uh, if I was going to upgrade at all, it would be the max upgrade because the glass is different on that it one. It has from the other uh, two. like that anti-glare glass on it. Yeah, but as for the hard drives. They're not meant to be user serviceable, but they are. Like you can get in there and just plug one in. So eventually, I've looked. I don't really understand that format. Um, NVMe drive. Actually, everything after solid state drives sort of left my. I mean, they're all they're all solid state versions of solid state memory it's... yeah yeah but i mean like when i when i think of solid state, i mean the classic like the ones that replaced just, uh just, mechanical hard drives and then your, they've your two point two and a half inch drive yeah like regular... so they've 
they've evolved and changed a couple different form factors, and I haven't kept up. So I went online to look to see if I could just like buy one to put in on day one if I wanted to unscrew the back, which I wouldn't. But there are a whole lot of different form factors or like serial types, which I don't really know if they come together or not. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I don't know what for a port. Like if if the I wouldn't be surprised if do you know that for tr- like for sure that the 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 flash memory is not soldered onto the motherboard? Like okay, I didn't know anybody opened them up yet because they. Um, I- I actually oh, I yeah. won't say that with a hundred percent certainty, but I'm pretty sure one of the reviews that I I mean that you can you they can... said they said they talked to one of the techs because they asked they're like is it is this actually going to be user serviceable or not and they're like it's not meant to be but if you unscrew it and get to the guts you can just plug one in okay I don't know I still wouldn't count on it and would they let you switch that up at this point or would it push you further down the line? See, that's I wouldn't do that anyway. I mean, I, I'm stretching the limits of my budget as is, so I will just work with it with what I got with, um, and then I'll I'll deal with upgrading it in the future if I think that's a plausible solution. But plus, you'll uh, also be in the first wave, so you can always throw that shit up on eBay and yeah, <laughs> jump to the back of the line again. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy with it, and I'm my usage of the device is probably going to be on a weird like bell curve because I think while I am going to be at home for a long time with my new child and my time of doing things is going to be ultra fragmented having a handheld that plays my steam library and is essentially a handheld PC is going to be a perfect thing for that. But then uh, I'll probably kind of slide back into PC as life evens out a little bit. And then it'll be like, it'll be my go-to for certain things, but I, I'm not sure. We'll have to, until I have it in my hands and I'm fucking around with it. I mean, chances are I'm probably just going to wind up playing the most bullshit, like PlayStation 2 era games. And it's not going to make any difference what I do with it. I'm super excited to use this in the portable PS2. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of uh, PlayStation, I bought a PlayStation Classic because one came up for sale pretty cheap on ebay and i'm changing some of the things down here i'm getting rid of this couch behind me and we're going to turn it into like our downstairs entertainment area and i was like fucking finally i can plug in my super nintendo classic and some of those other things my switch and i can actually just like sit down here in a comfortable chair and play games because it doesn't really work upstairs because our tv is too far away and all of the classic consoles you have to like figure out a way to plug it in, drag it halfway across the room, and then still have to sit like forward because the cords on those things like mm-hmm. two fucking inches long. Mm-hmm. So... The nice thing about the PlayStation Classic, and as you know, you know, in regards like the Nintendo, is like it's at least a USB and not on a proprietary cord. Yes, that you, you, you can buy with. cord extenders for those. Though. Yeah, yeah. As long as you stay yeah. like under. 30 feet you should be fine on a usb usbs get funny when you get long and then you gotta start getting into like optical usb drives and they start costing more than you really want to to spend on something like that but um have you have you you're talking about maybe doing some modifications to it have you started that process yet are you still just playing stock around stock flash roms uh i have to wait until like 
that area set up and that I fully plan on doing that because there are some games that I've been wanting to play for a long time that I haven't been really able to, like Castlevania Symphony of Night. They were very, very selective with what they put that on, and everything that I buy magically doesn't have access to it. No, it's not a game. You don't have you don't have a phone. What? <laughs> I the the last time I bought it, it was on my Xbox 360 because it was on the like Xbox Marketplace, and I really wanted to play it, but it wasn't a good port because they did that game weird pass? like. Hmm? Uh, I don't believe it's on Game Pass because they. They did a collection around the same time the PlayStation Classic came out, and that's why it's not on there, if I recall correctly. But yeah, it was the it was the Rondo of Blood and and Symphony of the Night, like. But like it was twenty it, bucks or it, something. Yeah, it was, but it probably was, it on was, Steam. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, mm, I can't believe it's it, not on Steam. There, there is some sort of collection that I saw on Switch, collection. but it doesn't have. Um... Sorry, it doesn't have. Uh, Symphony of Night on it. They skipped it. Capcom just so, doesn't like making money. I know. The, I, I think people wasn't there some talk about that having some like copywritten music or something like they fell out of something or lost something. There was there was some story with with Symphony of the Night of why it's not on everything, making a million dollars all the time. I don't know. I just remember playing it on the Xbox and not being happy because I think the screen format had changed over time, and they put it in these like awful it looks like hotel carpet borders and it was really fucking distracting and i just didn't like it so i want to play it off of the classic console off of a rom that came from the original and not some horseshit like poorly ported and fucked up version mm -hmm. so uh i will do that but i think i kind of have to set everything up before i get that in motion because my it stuff down here is a little bit of a disaster right now and I think my there are I've hit the limit of my power draw from this side of the room because <laughs> I moved we got a new couch and I moved my uh, mini fridge over here next to me. Oh baby, which you is, don't have to ever have to get up. No, I don't. My my whole bar is on top of it. The problem with that though is that it's sharing the same circuit as my computer and then another computer, two monitors and a TV. And when the compressor kicks off and sends a jolt through, it turns off this monitor. Just for a second. So I it's it's causing some sort of power fluctuation that's setting something off, and I need to do some rerouting. Um, which is fine because all the electronics behind the camera are gonna go over there when that thing gets the fuck out. So I'll have more to work with, but for now it's like do I turn on the LEDs behind the screen <laughs> or do I not? Which is why my camera's on as well, because the LEDs were taking up that USB slot, but then I had to do a, a meeting. I worked from home today, so it's like, I got a camera. I'll keep it on for a little bit. There you go. Um, uh, don't I, sleep I, on Wild Arms on that PlayStation Classic either. That's Oh, no. Franchise. I played that back in the day. That was a good game. I, I always turn, like, there's a, a bar... Uh, in our area that like it's has like classic consoles at all the tables and uh, i always go to the playstation and i play like for four seconds and I'm like yeah i don't like this because i have no i have no nostalgia for it so so that's right in my sweet spot there i like psp and like uh the vita i have that i modded uh took that on vacation with me and I've, i'm just 
drowning in PSP and v- or PS1 games, and it's just I'm, I'm right in that sweet spot of like shit I didn't get to enjoy enough when I was younger because they didn't have the money for it, but I always wanted to play. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's it, I feel like MMOs ruined a whole, a whole section of my life. Like I just I don't I play I played video games until I went to college, and then like I have a black hole, and like I don't know. I just don't feel like going back and playing all that stuff. The whole the well yeah. is too deep. I'm not. I'm just gonna start over and just move forward and try to keep up to date with what's coming out. Except no, for it's... Ubisoft, I don't play Ubisoft games. Did I tell you that? Yeah. I'm officially I'm officially di- divorced from Ubisoft games. Why? Yeah. Why is that? I want to. I just don't think they're good anymore. Like they've they've they're all so they're, they're the same game just in different universes. There was a time when I love like I liked every Ubisoft game, and now I just don't like any of them. I own every Assassin's Creed game, and I have yet to finish a single one because I get to that same point where I'm like, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Like, I'd love a new Prince of Persia, but I know it's just going to be a fucking, like, semi-open world, like, you know, bullshit. So, yeah. No, yeah, I get that. I I don't have any love or hate for Ubisoft. Uh, They're kind of like that B-quality game where sometimes you just want to play whatever kind of shit they have like i played the division for a while and i was like eh, this is fun but it also gets really fucking annoying because there's nothing worse than a game where it just becomes bullet sponges everybody and everything is a bullet sponge i'm like i am sniping this guy in the head 17 times and just because he's labeled like a mid-tier boss he's not going down and i'm just like i'd rather I'd rather play something else either something more realistic where everybody just dies in one shot including yourself or less realistic where i'm now a space wizard oh my god i'm playing destiny again so <laughs> it just sucks me in every time okay. so i back to the the steam deck which is just really unfortunately named because it's it's finally getting to the point now where enough people mean to type steam deck but for the first like month that that thing was announced google, that. google automatically went to stream deck yep. for, like every time you typed it in um I, I, re- so I really hope that they. <laughs> I hope that they put more time into this than they did every other piece of hardware that Valve has ever come out with, because um, they don't have a good track record of supporting yeah. anything. I think, I think because they're taking a bath financially on it, just knowing that they're going to get you to buy games in their ecosystem. I think that's enough of a reason for me to but, be like, they, but they got this. They, they don't out. make enough games themselves. Is this going to be it enough? Thirty percent mar- off the top. Of I'm not saying that, but like. This thing is already underpowered, out of the gate. The only reason why a console, which is underpowered out of the gate, or the Switch, which is super underpowered out of the gate, is because a developer sees the potential of that market share and makes the game work well on that thing. Is there going to be enough market share of a, of a, of a Steam Deck to warrant somebody giving the effort like you would do to a Nintendo that you know you're going to sell... A hundred thousand or a million copies on a, on Nintendo, so you I'm make gonna, it work over there. I'm gonna crib off of Linus because he did uh, in his podcast. He did a follow up where he talks about going to Steam, and they go a little bit more in depth with what they didn't go over. And um, they're like, they at least believe that this is a culmination of all of those failed projects because it, it contains a piece of every one of them, mm-hmm. like the OS belongs to the steam machines which they had developed and that didn't really take off but it just transformed into this they they ripped the heart out of that the um what the fuck are you doing cat jesus christ uh weird segue <laughs> yeah the uh the steam pad like they learned 
from the haptic feedbacks and the the track controller and then they made it better and they absorbed that into there as well and their opinion is that they think that they're using this to set the bar for mobile devices moving forward as PCs because currently that doesn't exist at least not without like a super niche market because I didn't even know this existed but there's basically a smaller boutique version of this that he already has $1200 yeah and it's, it's it's insane so he's like this is very very aggressively priced to try to get it in the hands of as many people as possible and the idea being that if you have so many people with it it will start dragging the ecosystem with it where you'll have developers that can make games that respond to all the different like form factors because it does have those weird like you know touch and movement abilities that don't really come through in other games or or other formats and yeah being dude, that... 100 like if if they sell 10 million of these things then yeah people are gonna put the time and effort into customizing it to the to that device like I'm, I'm they're not going the number of they're not going they... to I'm curious the number of pre-orders they have gone through so far. Well, they they they're doing their pre-orders different than everybody else. You you can go pre-order one right now, and they just give you an estimate of when you're going to get it. And if you do it right, right now, I'm, they're like, "Yeah, you'll get it like maybe 2023." So like, I'm curious how many people have plopped down the five dollars. I just, I just don't it. think that there's going to be enough. Like, and I don't want to shit on this thing because I really do want it to be good for you. But like, it best case scenario, it bogs down the PC gaming market and pisses off the high-end gamers because now these gaming companies are purposely trying to hit the lowest common denominator, which is now this already underpowered handheld instead of trying to hit those really high marks for, you know, RTX 30, 30 series graphics cards. Worst case scenario, it's another Steam machine where it's, you know, you're, you can go down to Walmart and buy one for $100. Um, so, like, I don't know. Like I said, I hope I hope for you that it, that it works. You know, isn't this for me? This is right in that sweet spot where I the switch right now is my favorite system of all time. I can pick it up anywhere, anytime. I can put it to sleep if I want to. It's got indies, it's got JRPGs, all the shit I play in one place, but it's underpowered. It's the biggest knock I have against the switch. I don't give a shit about an OLED screen. Sorry. Uh Switch Pro was what I wanted. This is the Switch Pro without Nintendo. So now I don't have to pay that Nintendo tax. Games are cheaper. Indies will come out day and date. I don't have to wait six months for the Switch port while they figure out how to make it look like shit. Um, and then those non-Nintendo middle-of-the-pack games that might chug or drop frames or be locked at 30 on the Switch, I'm going to be able to get those on the Steam Deck and still have that same... I could play it on the go if I want to. That's so, the market they're going to capture away for, from Nintendo. For me, I'm I'm of a different perspective in that I don't really care if the games look like shit or not. I mean, I'm the only person alive that played Cyberpunk and just enjoyed it for what it was, even though it did have lots of technical issues. Like, I'm used to games not playing well because I've had to build my own computers that were always underpowered for wherever I was in the timeline anyway. So... Just having a free ecosystem, which is amazing in and of itself. Like it runs off of Linux and it runs off the Proton. Oh, I, I forgot. I forgot about the it. absolute worst case scenario. 
where this is a wow, a raving success, and they start charging you to play online. And I'm going to laugh my ass off when you have to start paying <laughs> $12 a month or whatever to play Steam Deck online. Well, it Man, doesn't have it doesn't great. have a, a mobile in it, so you're always going to be tethered to something. But um, like, what, what do you mean? Having, it doesn't have a, a it has, cell. It has a USB drive. You just stick yeah, it in. It doesn't have doesn't have innate uh, connectivity other than Wi-Fi or yeah. hard. But uh, yeah, like having my entire Steam library. And for the most part, I don't think there's anything I own that this won't either be able to... No, I actually don't think there's anything that it won't be able to play at some form of functional level. Yeah. And and even even if I was locked down to PS2-type graphics, I have enough RPGs and other random shit that I'll be happy. And, like, I'm also excited to sort of break into this as a computer, like I can go to the office and fucking unplug my laptop and plug this in and use Lunch my breaks are gonna fly by. What? Lunch breaks are gonna fly by now. Yeah. <laughs> but like I could do work on it if I had a Bluetooth keyboard. Like I could fucking open up a word processor and scrap my laptop if I really had to. It's not ideal, but you can have a one stop shop if you want. I mean it's it, it, I don't know. You're, you're you're such a an oddball case where because I know that like you played Cyberpunk and I bet you didn't come out of twenty frames per second once the entire time that you you played that entire game and you had a, you played for like a hundred hours and like I I couldn't yeah. even imagine so I yeah, guess this I thing played... is this thing is ter- tailor made off just just thinking about you doing that tailor made for you I I bet you I did hit probably like. 30 FPS or higher the one time I was stuck in like a corner where there's just pure black and nothing around me to <laughs> render just because <laughs> that's how that's how uh, WoW was for me way way back in the day like I don't think my original computer had a graphics card it just had whatever like the most bare bones integrated was fucking Dell piece of shit and I had downloaded WoW and like it would play, but it would chug, especially if you were anywhere in any of the cities where there's just too many like people. And this one time, I was uh, going down a spiral staircase that led to an instanced version of one of the dungeons. And as I was going through, there was such a small space and in between rendering regions, and there was nobody around me that my FPS jumped to like 60. It was the only time I'd ever seen something in such clarity. And like, I'd move my mouse around and I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> this is what gaming could be like. Like, it's like, it's like going from the Super Nintendo to, you know, the, uh, uh, the N64 and like being in, in 3D. And you're like, what? I can move in other dimensions. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. You make me and feel I... like a freaking snob because like, I, I was playing Ratchet and Clank, and they they just came out. Not just, I mean, it was like a month ago, but just in in podcast years, uh, came out with the sixty frames per second ray tracing mode. Because I was playing in like high fidelity or high high yeah high fidelity mode because I wanted to see my reflection in Clank's head. Um, and I was just like, this why you buy a PS Five? This thirty second, this thirty frames per second is bullshit. Now I can get both, and I'm never going back. It's just. <laughs> All right, we're, our enthusiasm is on different levels. Like, we all like cars here, but I'm happy to have one that works, whereas you're like, wow, that engine's a piece of shit. Like, you need one that has at least this much horsepower to weight ratio. And I'm like, yeah, 
I I finally have one that just has a tape deck. Yeah, I I I upgraded away from tape decks finally. So now, how are you going to plug your MP3 player in without your without your cassette deck cartridge converter cable? Get auxiliary to Bluetooth dongle. I had one of those. I had I had a I had a I had a Bluetooth to FM transmitter thing that used to stick in the cigarette lighter. I had one of those in my last car because the the CD player broke. It had a tape deck, but it started eating tapes. And so it was like the the only two ways that I could listen to anything in my car off my phone was either to try the radio thing, but it was so underpowered that like it would continually fuzz out as other cars went by me that were in the same region of bandwidth or to hook it up to a speaker and jack that shit up on the seat next to me like I was <laughs> like I played a boombox in the 90s. <laughs> the the FM transmitters were the worst when you would go on road trips because as you would come into areas with different channels like you would just get completely yep. overtaken by something else and it was just hot garbage. But uh, Yeah, no, that shit never worked, but uh no, no now I have like a a legitimately within the past 5 years car and it like blew my mind when I got it cuz I was like it's it's almost like a smartphone. I've got there's options. The, the funny thing is, like cars got <laughs> smart, phones got way smarter, and now cars aren't smart anymore. Like you, if you buy a like a brand new car, it just has Android Auto or an Apple CarPlay. Like they just expect you to plug your phone in and just put your shit up yeah. there. I'm just happy it's got Bluetooth because it makes listening to podcasts or whatever else way easier. Because especially directions. God damn, is that the best thing ever because previously like you'd have your phone on your like dashboard or gps if you're that old and it would be barking out directions but my wife's car uh was a honda fit and you could get too much road noise so it would say something to you and you're like i have no idea what the fuck that said and it's maxed out but when you have it hooked up to the car audio you could be listening to music at like whatever level and then it's gonna deafen it and then it's gonna tell you like Turn ahead, idiot, and then it'll like come back in. Your GPS is mean to you. Yeah, I mean that's what you get for downloading the Samuel Jackson version. <laughs> we uh, would have talked about the Pokemon controller that uh, somebody developed that lets you get shinies without doing any work, uh, which Max definitely would have had. But Max never. Speaking should. of not doing any work, yeah. Max isn't here. <laughs> Uh, but you have been poking and prodding for like an entire day now to talk about pop tarts. And I'm terrified to know how you interact with these things because you have awful. How do you eat your pop tarts, Dan? How do I want to eat my pop tarts or how do I most often eat a pop tart? Because that, that's a good portion of that question. Yeah. Perfect world. Just Toasted. settling in. Nothing on your radar. Toasted. Just eating a pop tart. Toasted. Toasted? Toasted. You're wrong. Fuck off. It, Stay out of the bag like a savage. What the fuck are you going to say that's better than toasted? Because I have a tier list of like toasted. how the they go. The only thing toasted improves is the shitty non-iced edges. Everything else is just a hot gooey mess. No thank you. You just going right. you just going straight room temperature on your yeah. on your pop yep. Get out of here. That's not it. it's toasted, microwaved, and, then room temperature, then frozen. You know, yeah. this whole time that we were looking, I I actually googled up worst thing to do to a pop tart to try to like get a joke response never had i even considered putting that piece of shit in a microwave recommend the, the microwave, there's microwave instructions on time. the pop tart 
Oh, wait, um, just stick the thing in foil and all and just get it over with. I like, I like where Clay's going. Obviously, you bite them into the shape of a gun and point them at people. Yeah, that's the, that is the, that is the shape that you, do you go corner or do you go edge? Like, where, where's your first bite on a Pop-Tart, you animal? Because this is... Corner, corner. Then those shitty corners are out of the way. It's fruit for, or filling, 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 icing. And then you leave, like, a little bit of the edge of the icing on the last two corners, so you get, like, a half good bite. Yeah, see, I'm I'm in completely the other direction. So I generally don't toast it because I don't feel like you really get a lot out of toasting. You don't. 100% get you. I, all right, nah. continue. That's where the vitamins and minerals come from, yeah, right? Yeah, it changes the <laughs> texture, which you may or may not like. That's a personal decision because you're either going to get sort of that cakey, almost fluffy-ish stale Top chewy <laughs> cookie is what I yeah. enjoy. Or it's going to turn crispy and sort of powdery. It's going to dry that shit out. Uh, just depends on what you like. But whenever I have a Pop-Tart, because I like never eat them at home, it's like what I'm eating in the morning in the office. So I got a cup of coffee, my dumb fucking Pop-Tart, and I basically just kind of break it in half and then break that in half. So every piece is a corner. Like I'm just basically turning into fourths. So eat that. It's a little much. Get dry. So you're breaking. Coffee, coffee. You're breaking, and then you go in corner first, or you go in fruit side first, or do you go no, no, like no, no, a no. diagonal so, so you no, get so the? It gets cut in half, and then cut in half again. So you're taking a corner. Yep, I got it. Now you have so you have you have two two sides that are yep. open to the inside, and you have two outside sides. Where are you biting in from? No, no, no I think you're. I don't think you're interpreting this correctly. Yeah, this is this is what you got here. You got the <laughs> shitty edge here, and then your frosted side. What are you biting on this pop tart? That's what I'm saying. There is no biting taking place. I will literally <laughs> break you're it in a whole half. quarter. Yeah, you're breaking that. Okay, you're putting the whole quarter in your mouth yeah. so that it's. I'm, okay. I'm snapping it in half, and then I'm snapping that half in half. So I've got two corners, and then I'm just one whole fourth is just in the mouth. So. There's no. That's too much for a bite. That's what I'm saying. It's a little much, but then you're like coffee, coffee, and you're good to go. Because I don't have all day to fuck around with that. I've got. But then that wouldn't co coffee, coffee ruin whatever pop tart flavor you have? Well, yeah, because it fucking sucks anyway. There so is only there is only one pop tart flavor, by the way. Oh, here Bra we go. Brown sugar cinnamon. That's yeah. a good flavor. That's, that's the best. I'm eating frosted cupcake currently. Pretty yeah. good. No, I'll stick with, with any, the. I don't fuck with any of those fruit flavors. Nah, nah, I, nah. I stick with the classic fruit. What am I buying a toaster strudel? It's a pop tart. I've made the bad decision. Yeah, I We're thought here. somebody was gonna like bring in some like big toaster strudel energy, and like that's they're not even in the same. They're not even the same thing. Yeah, like toaster strudel, I will give you. Goes in the toaster. He has to. It's to frozen. the goddamn name. It's frozen. Pop tart. You pop it open. You put it in your mouth. Um. So I go. I go, I go. I go corner, and then short side corner. Take off that. The rest of what's left after that first bite, and then so you go, you go horrible off the, like out of the gate. Like you're just eating all bad pop tart before you get to the good stuff at the end. I mean, I no, I mean it's 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 bite corner corner, and then you have two bites. It takes six bites to eat a pop tart, so you got your two corner bites. Four. It takes four. <laughs> yeah, you're just, and then you get your two good bites in the middle. That's that's all. You know, well, filling. That's what you're there for, yeah. and then you're left with the bottom half, and you're going in two bites down there, six bites. I Take. I probably ate that way when I was a kid, and I was just like, I'd probably just eat like all the. Are you trying to impress us by how much you can fit in your mouth? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like 
when I was a kid, that's probably the same way that I did. Like, if I had the Pop-Tart, I would just take bites going all the way through the crust, and I'd just be left with, like, mm. the middle disc, which was the good part, and then eat that. But nowadays, I find the fruit filling just to be a little much. So I prefer to have that balance of, like, some crust, some filling. Thank you, Clay. I didn't see any. I'm not even in... S'mores is delicious, but needs to be toasted. I had assumed I would be on the outside of this one as well. Because uh, I, I had a Pop-Tart for breakfast yesterday. And I... Noel was like, you're just biting into it? You're not going <laughs> to toast it? And I was like, no, this is how I eat Pop-Tarts. And, and if I, you were married, that's how you got divorced. So. <laughs> I, I came downstairs, back to work. I'm typing away. Maybe 10 minutes goes by, and she goes, there's your podcast question. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, she'll be very no, excited to know that she is in the majority on this one. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'd be interested to see what Max has to say, because he's the, the other person there's like no, you. He eats a Pop-Tart. No, yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. there's nothing wrong with the room temperature, fresh out the pack Pop-Tart. Like, it's, it's wait, fine. Wait. It's just, there are two better ways to to have them. It's like eating a soft cookie. I can trick myself into not thinking I'm eating a Pop-Tart. I'm just having a cookie. But I'm not... going to take a guess at how Mex eats this, and he's going to spritz it with water like you do with a, a with sauce pretzel, soft <laughs> and then you fucking roll it in kosher salt before <laughs> you eat it. <laughs> do they make Pop-Tart pretzels? They do make Pop-Tart pretzels now. Yeah. I, two I, flavors I, that come with pretzels. It's like it's like cheese in the middle, right? No, no. It's um, Let me look it up. I mean, we're getting dangerously close to just a Hot Pocket. So <laughs> they have salted caramel and cinnamon sugar mm. or chocolate pretzel. So, yeah, that's an Annie Ann cinnamon sugar pretzel is one of the most delicious things on the planet. But I only allow myself to eat one of them a decade because they're just disgusting. Like just a, it's a one of those smells that I, I enjoy the smell more than the the act of eating it where it's just like, I know this is a bad, this is like getting a cinnamon. It's yeah. just a bad idea. And they're like, Oh yeah. Was, do, do you want any dipping sauce? Do you want a, a little cup of sugar to dip your, your sugar coated butter <laughs> dows bread in? We'll throw a hot dog in there too. Here's some pepperoni. Go fuck yourself, fatty. Oh man. Any ants is good. Um, yeah. It's, I, I assumed that you were going to have some kind of awful take on that. Sorry, do they? I eat them the way they sell them. Yeah, I was waiting for something dumb like put it in a blender and then spread the <laughs> spread it. I thought about I thought about milkshaking one uh, tonight as like the the flavor of the milkshake. Yeah. Wiki how four ways to eat a pop tart. Somebody who sent us this. So in the, in there, even Wiki how is exactly on point with me. Heat it in the toaster, put it in the microwave, eat it right out of the bag, froze it. Like it's like I wrote the damn wiki how. There's a very good chance you did. <laughs> Use it as an ice cream topping. That would be good. Do they make um, blizzards? Pop tart blizzards? They do not. I'm gonna guess it's because of the turf rival between Kellogg's and whoever the parent company of Dairy Queen is. I don't think that Pop-Tarts have the structural integrity to stand up to that. I think it just turned into like a powder if you tried to like stick it in a worrying machine. There are a couple important facts you should know as it relates to microwave Pop-Tarts. 
which is look at each bag. below. And I'm not like this website is literally a sentence and then an ad for the Suicide Squad and then another sentence and then another ad for the Suicide Squad. Speaking of which, I watch Suicide Squad. Anybody else watch that? No, I, I was told seven out of ten. It's okay. Um, it is. I would go. I go higher than that. As as a regular movie, seven out of ten. That's a that's a fair statement. As a superhero movie goes, like I feel like Marvel has gotten so mundane and boring and samey that this is just so far different. It is so James Gunn. Like it is. It is what he would have done with Guardians of the Galaxy if he didn't have Disney like stomping on him. Like they just let they could just tell they just like, hey James Gunn, make a James Gunn movie with these characters. It's really good. Did you watch um What If Yet on Disney Plus? No. I feel like that will be a nice little diversion from the MCU. That's the animated one, right? Yeah, yeah I'm I'm starting to see that hit the public conscious. There's there's memes and there's people going like ooh. Somebody somebody form. posted a picture of the the British lady with the shield mm-hmm. and said like oh this was perfect. What is this? This looks like yeah. That, this that's... looks like in my wheelhouse. And then I was trying to figure out what it was and yeah. I'm reading the comments and nobody's fucking naming it. <laughs> and then somebody goes, oh man, I wish I didn't get rid of Disney Plus. And I was like a clue and I <laughs> I backdoored my way into it. That's that's sort of how I I follow things nowadays. Is like if there's a a game that's come out, I wait to see how the uh, how the public is taking it. Is there are there any waves? Am I seeing gifs of it? Is it memeable? Like when Cyberpunk came out, people shat all over that, and it, that was in the public zeitgeist for like a week as just being a travesty. But every once in a while, something good comes out, and you just start you just randomly see shit for it. And you're just like, oh, okay, something's going on there. I should check that out. Yeah. Like when Valdeheim launched, that that garnered some steam. Am I the only one that's still watching Gossip Girl? By the way. No, that show's fucking terrible, but I can't stop watching it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, Steve, like, have you, you tried it at all? Huh? Have you tried watching it all, Steve? Uh, I still have to log in with your credentials to do it. I would never and... give you my credentials. I thought you did give up the credentials. Not probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, um, we're just going to spoil it because it's not good. So it's it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, um, zero mistakes. Start... There's nothing going on. My, that my is wife like... and I, my wife and I were going to watch it the day before we were going to do the podcast, and then we canceled it that week. It's like, all right, we got an extra week, and then you guys started saying how it was shit, and I was like. I don't think we could just afford the time it takes to put that password. <laughs> no, I would feel really. I'd actually feel really bad, to, like, to, for you to waste an hour of your precious time watching this travesty. Uh, plus, like, you're gonna have to explain a lot of things to your daughter if she walks in. But um, I look forward to that. They they are like taking season long storylines that should be developed. That should be the background story over the course of an entire season. And that is introduced and resolved in the same episode, like same fifteen minute segment. We we have like, so we brought the new girl in, and we that that could that should have been an episode or two as they developed the fact that like they knew each other and they were sisters. Like that shouldn't have been like boom, they're sisters and now they're friends and now they're in the same group and now so they planned this and now she's dating her sister's ex boyfriend and that like it's just boom 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 and like she's already on the rocks with him like. 
four episodes in and they're already cracks in which sh that should be season three is when they break up not episode three. Oh yeah, god it, it should have built oh they i i wonder if they were like you got one shot at this hook people and they were just like stuff stuff happens but you can't resolve <laughs> like and they, they do like introduce a new thing at the end of an episode but you know that that thing that they introduced at the end of the episode is going to be resolved by like the next episode like hey, oh, I'm gonna oh man this, he's the, hooking I'm up with take the... this public platform to announce that i flipping sweet am a bully and i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's like an, an entire season's worth of shit yeah. that they just plow through like that. Yeah, like it's like they they went from like their friends they hate each other, their friends they hate each other. Like that's the kind of stuff that in the first season, like you would go through episodes where Serena and um, Blair Blair would were friends like for a season, like there was everything was fine, and then they'd fall out, and then like they they'd get broken apart. It wasn't multiple times in the same episode that they were flipping back and forth. And like doing something awful to each other, and then immediately forgiving. Like it, it just, if you're trying to hook people, you can't resolve every conflict instantly. What what I it had one shot to be like, oh okay, you got me. And it was the first episode when Buffalo Girl. I'm I refuse to learn names. Uh, she she goes, I'm coming for you. Because the difference between you and me is that I don't give a shit about being popular. I was like, that's a good storyline. Yeah. And then the next episode, they're friends. The, they the, next, ep the next episode, she's like, Gossip Girl. It's like scrolling and like obviously wanting to be popular. Like you, you yes. forgot what you ended the last episode with. Like, I, I don't know. So I do like that uh, Milo Sparks is in it. I, was like, I thought that, that was a that, good touch. That got spoiled for me. On freaking my Google, like Google News is like... Like huge new character in Gossip Girl, Milo that's Sparks. What I'm talking about. That's that's why we were trying to watch Loki Day of because fucking Google News, or you'll be on Facebook and somebody throws out a meme and it's gonna ruin something because it's a screenshot of like last night's shit. Or they'll be like, "Who's this woman character that has entered as Loki's antagonist?" And then you'll be sitting there the whole time like. What? What the fuck? Oh, wait, that suddenly makes it. Ah, oh, god yeah. damn it. Like, hey, I finished Loki maybe six weeks. No, it ended what, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago? Uh, I don't know. I I'm, think so. I'm still on episode one because my wife wants to watch it, but we just don't. That's a mistake. Yeah, you 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 do the quick like I'm gonna burn through four episodes. Then you're like, oh hey, you hear about this show? And you're like, you kind of kind of explain it, and it's either you get off with like, hey, no, I'm not gonna have time that, for that. that you're like, cool, that, I can finish it. That is our thing though. Like we don't have a lot of overlap in what we enjoy, like for television and whatnot, uh, and movies, and like Marvel stuff is that one like unifying factor. Marvel stuff and Fast and the Furious, it's awesome. It's all about family. Yeah, I need to watch <laughs> nine, but I'm just gonna wait till it gets cheaper. Because isn't it still like in the premium download or theaters type level? Yeah, I don't think yes. that that's free on any of the streaming services. That's not a even if, HBO. Even if show. it's not free, if I if I really want to watch it, I'll pay a small premium for it. Because that happened to me just recently. We haven't found anything that we're both like hooked into right now. So if we do sit down and watch stuff together it's just going to be like whatever garbage is on youtube and maybe a movie if I, we think something's worthwhile but uh about a month ago i was on prime 
and uh, I saw Resident Evil pop up, and I was like, I remember this being like you know garbage early two thousands. I'm just gonna put it on here while I do spreadsheets. So I'm like half watching it, and I was like, man, that was not really that great of a movie. Aren't there a whole bunch of these? So I watched the second one. And then I go to watch the third one, and they all vanished off of Prime. I was like, fuck. And then I go over to Netflix, and they're all on there. So I I watched all of those, except for the second to last one, which recently went back free on Prime. So I jumped over to Prime and watched it. And I was like, all right, I've caught up the whole library, except I never saw the newest one, Uh, whatever the fuck it's called. And it was free for a short period of time on one of the premium channels. And then it went back to pay. And so I'm sitting there and we're not doing anything one night. And I was like telling her about this journey. And I was like, I just want to watch this final fucking movie so I could be done with the series. I can call it quits. I can finish it. And I was like, look, it's pay. And I see the standard definition is two ninety nine. I'm like, can I have two ninety nine? <laughs> <laughs> can I just watch this? So I watched that the other night and it was predictably a big piece of shit. But, you know, it's it's just like Fast and the Furious. Like, it's one of those popcorn movies that you just turn your brain off and enjoy. I, I, I take offense to you putting those two movies in the same category, but... No, they're not, they are not the same caliber. I, I thought you would have been more movies. upset that you watched it in standard definition. Oh, yeah, that that's infuriating. Um, it was a dollar off. I'm going to spend that extra dollar <laughs> for HD bullshit. Google surveys, um, if you're okay with just... I don't know how you are with your personal data because it's Google, but Google already knows everything about me. So I say, fuck it. Like if I'm going to give my data away, I'm just going to pick one company and just give it all to them instead of diversifying. Um, You can pretty much get a free movie every two weeks just by like, because they just give you Google play credit and 50 cents, 40 cents at a time. And like, they're really quick and easy. Like I have not paid for a movie um, that I like, I wanted to watch forever. I still have like 30 bucks left in my, account yeah i mean it's we have to find something that's worthwhile we there's a whole bunch of things we stalled out on that like i've been wanting to get back to but i'm in that same position that you were where it's like we kind of stopped or switched over to something else and it's really hard to pick it back up like we watched the entire first season of american gods when it came out we both really liked it and then the second season started and we were watching something else in between that kind of bumped it and then it kind of hits that point where it's like oh it's been like six months and we don't really clearly remember what happened in that first season so we either have to watch it all again or just try to pick up in the middle and remember what the fuck was going on and we never did it even though i brought it up a couple times i just started watching that again by myself just right from the the middle and i was like this is really confusing because <laughs> i don't remember what all happened but eh, they'll they'll make allusions to it and i'll figure it out and i think i'm about to do the same thing to the boys cuz i think we watched about like 3 episodes of that and it was okay and something else came along and sort of stole our attention we never went back but i still hear people talk about that that it's good and I think it's done now, too, which is that sweet spot. I hate watching shit that, like, either gets canceled or goes on forever. I just want a good story that ends. Yeah, I don't, I'm I'm looking. I thought Gossip Girl was going to be the thing that, like, I like watching an episodic television show where I can take time to, like, Digest. see what people are talking about and, like, be in the conversation. We've talked about this a hundred times. Like, there's, I'm fine yeah. with binging, but, like, I'm, I'm looking for my next, like, 
episodic show, and I might get stars so I can watch Heels. Um, have you seen any of the previews for that? It's about two brothers yeah. that, like, their dad owned a wrestling territory in the South, and one of them's like sounds... the baby face, and one of them's the heel, and they it's their their drama through wrestling. I've been listening. That sounds to a, intensely fun. I've been listening to a lot of Jim Cornette podcasts, so wrestling is all over my phone now. I I get that though, where it's like I think they were doing some studies where they're trying to figure out what is more successful. Is it the shows that come out in the lump sum where everybody binges or the shows that have like, you know, episodic releases once a week. And I think they're slowly finding that the weekly ones are doing better because it gives people a chance to like do the water cooler, talk about it. It gives more time to digest and stay within the public conscious. Cause like, yeah, you no, hundred percent. You need both though. Yeah. You need both. Like you, you can't have everything. We can't go back to the way things were, where everything was episodic. Um, no, I don't believe so. I, I think there are, are some like lower tier things that you're fine. Just being like, eh, here's all this shit. Yeah. And, but, and, and I'm uh, fine with, I'm fine with even some big stuff, like being like being that dump and like, cause Netflix makes their shows to be binged. Like it's there's not even really good breakpoints in between their episodes. I don't even know why they do it, because like it's there's it's just one big blue. Here it is. Here's a nine hour movie. Um, Did they throw out all of The Witcher? Yeah, because I think we were slower onto that, so I don't remember if it was still uh, within like the release window when we started watching it. Because that was one of those weird ones where. It didn't didn't pick up right away. Like it was intriguing, but the quality of and attention grabbiness of the first episode and your willingness to continue is radically altered by the last episode. Like you're upset that it ends, and you're like, "No, I want more." Mm-hmm. But if you only ever watch the first episode, you're like, "I can fucking take it or leave it." <laughs> That's but one like, of those ones I need to go back to. Yeah, it, to it progressively. I got to the part where they're like teaching wizards and shit. Maybe like episode four. Again, it's just yeah. one big just plop. Like I don't remember what episodes for what. Yeah, uh, I, I think... just I just remember that like in the second episode, he sees somebody and he goes, "I haven't seen you since the plague," and I've been saying that to literally everybody that I haven't seen <laughs> for a while. I mean, you literally haven't seen anybody since the plague. That's that's the joke. I, no, I, no, I will sit here and deadpan this all day. I did enjoy The Witcher. I don't know if I would want to sit through a rewatch before the next season comes out. I'm not a re. Just... I'm not a rewatch guy. Like we I'll... do Gossip Girl every like November. Oh no, 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 no. There, there's there are big exceptions to that rule, and Gossip Girl is one of them. But like. <laughs> um, even when we were watching, uh, and by we I mean me, because my wife didn't like it. Uh, friggin' Song of Fire and Ice. Why Game of Thrones? My my brain does not work tonight. Um, I wouldn't watch like the last step, like because there'd be months, if not more, in between seasons, and it's just like fuck it. I'll just yeah. yeah. The Game of Thrones. There's are there's a couple things. They have to atrophy enough for me to be like, oh, I remember that, but I don't remember anything about it to to be willing to watch it again. And Game of Thrones has had such like an impact, especially from when we started watching it to, I mean, the ending was kind of shit, but it's it still feels too fresh to me that I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider rewatching that again. It's uh, it's but, that's the um, 
that's the problem with having shocking um, events happen in your television show or movie for that matter. Like, has anybody gone yeah. back and rewatched The Sixth Sense? Like, that movie fucking sucks if you know what happens at the end of it. So Yeah. But alternatively, I have been seeing a couple, like, random gifts of things of, like, The Mandalorian. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? I would, I'd watch that again right now. Like, I remember enough of it, but I would still watch it because it still has quite a lot of, like, action and, and entertaining moments. That'd be perfectly fine. Just it, it also had, That also had more of a Monster of the Week style television, like, where it had, you had your overarching storyline and you had a subplot yeah. that got resolved every episode, essentially. So, like, those are the kind of shows that are okay to go back and watch one of or go back and watch a few of. Where yeah. some of these bigger, like, where there's just one storyline throughout the entire time, like, yeah, I don't want to fucking go back and watch that. Like, I know what happens the and Grogu are friends again. It's all resolved. <laughs> yeah. And I can't wait for the... Are they making another Mandalorian? I don't making, remember. They're making a Boba Fett show, and they're making... They are doing Mandalorian. It's just going to be a while. Yeah, because I because they're also making I, the other Mandal like the other Mandalorians that get in their own show too, right? Yeah, they like spun off a whole bunch of different characters. And uh, which I'm I'm fine with. I like what they're and, doing. And blue and, blue, yeah. and, blue and white alien ninja Jedi. She's getting her own show. I can't remember what her Rosario her Dawson. Is. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, a Asako. A uh, yeah, sounds right. It's. It, it, I find it interesting that we're that they're. Like it was Star Wars show, Marvel show, Marvel show, Marvel show, Marvel show, Marvel show. Then it's like I would have thought they would have tried to weave a little bit more Star Wars in there, but I guess maybe the the budget for a Star Wars show is probably in the the time it takes to shoot is a lot bigger. I I'm more impressed with the love, care, and attention that they put into the Mandalorian, and it's one of those things that it comes through. Like it's that intangibleness behind it that gives gives it more fanfare budget. Well, I I mean uh, another point to this is like this is he's just good he's just a good movie maker, TV show making person. But there's still that that component to it that really draws at least my personality to it, which is why I like labors of love. There there's something to them that. It comes through on the film, which is why I really like Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, but I don't actually care for the other ones because they're not produced well. Nobody wanted to make them. They were they're shit stories. That's why I like they took, the original they, they Star took like Wars. A hundred page book and put it into a friggin' three movies. Yeah. Yeah. I like the original Star Wars. The original trilogy, I think somebody was really trying to do something with the best that he had and they made it work. But then after that, I don't actually like any of the other ones. Like kids want to look at Imperial Senate, Steve. Yeah, it's gonna grab them. But you know, I think when somebody is really trying to get something right for themselves or for other people, uh, I think that comes through much more genuine, and it's a much better crafted story. And I think that when they were working on the Mandalorian, they did a good job of that. Yeah, I mean, and the, the stakes were a lot lower. Like, it's, you, you weren't fucking with a billion-dollar franchise. Like, with with an original trilogy, you could take some risks. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, the Star Wars definitely feels a lot better as a television show than it does as a movie in, in 2020, you know, 21. 
Yeah. I have no interest in another trilogy. I'm, I know they're going to make one, but I really don't have any interest what in if, that happening. What if they uh, decide that 7, 8, and 9, it's like, didn't happen, and then they redo those. Just retcon the entire thing? I mean, mm-hmm. we... We've... I think they're planning on doing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I would... Make if, I li- it right. if, if I, I like if I liked them, I think I would be pissed off about it. But in but I didn't. Uh, I well, think well, I... Rain Johnson is that who made the second one? Sure. Um, like he purposely fucked it all up. Like he just purposely ruined it, and then they had to try to fix it at the end. Like wait till they try and tie it into the multiverse from the MCU, and then Star Wars becomes part of the Avengers. I, it's coming. I there's gonna be a point where there's that crossover. You know, it's that could be happen. a what? If, that could be a what if story. I'm so happy that they're breaking open the multiverse because it lets them do just the most bonkers bullshit imaginable. Oh, the yeah. the the fact that we almost definitely are getting a Tobey Maguire Garfield like all the Spider Man in the next Spider Man movie is just I'm giddy with excitement for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can work in. Anything under your license, yeah. you can cl- you can clash together, fucking literally anything you want. Uh, any dead characters? Eh, they're not dead from this universe. Now they're in our universe. And then they can also they can also do like they did with the Wandavision. Spoilers for Wandavision, where like they've just set the internet on fire, like thinking that oh, like, multiverse is coming in here. This is what's gonna happen. And then they just did it for a fart joke. That was the best fucking fart joke ever. Um, yeah. Jeff, I have a question for you. Did you see that Google is potentially going to reduce the salary of their stay-at-home workers by 25% if they want to continue to stay at home? I did not see that. That is uh, something they're, they're considering doing. I'm not sure. I'm sure they're going to do it's it. It's interesting because it will probably cost them less to keep them at home. Probably. Um, but they all probably also feel like people want to be at home. And, you know, if we can pay them less, that's more money for us. That's capitalism, um, but that's capitalism. As somebody... I mean, Google's hurting financially <laughs> with this Stadia flop that they had. As somebody who worked in the office through the whole pandemic, I can tell you that things are a lot less efficient when you don't actually have everybody else in their respective offices. It is so fucking hard to reach people. Like, respectfully so... disagree. There's, yeah, there's so many times where I'm trying to get a hold of. Even if it's something like HR or just a random component, and I pick up the phone to call them, and they're like, eh, we're not here. Use the ticket system. And I'm like, I just had a question that I needed answered in like 30 seconds, and I wish I could call it. This podcast any less efficient that I live four hours away? Yeah, but we have a dedicated date and time where we're going to meet. Yeah, seven to five. (laughs) Office hours. Yeah, but You, you, you get a little dicey around lunch. Could take it early, could take it late. But if it's like between seven and nine or two and five, you should be reachable. Yeah, but they're not. And it's fucking annoying. Like the, the efficiency of contact is way down. I uh, I one thousand percent disagree with you. Like that's the the influx of Microsoft Teams uh and the and people's we've had it and we had Skype for business before that. Nobody used it. People now use it. And it is so much easier now to just drop a one line question to somebody and get an answer than it was when I had to even if I even when I was in the same, you know, building as then to walk up and try to find them and oh they're not there. They're using Teams, which not everybody is, and that's the problem because well, we don't have a universal solution across the map. So 
now it's, no, we do. It's teams. Yeah, but not everybody's fucking using it or paying uh, attention. You're their boss. Mandate them to use it. No, you're not paying attention to what I'm saying. I'm not saying my team and my stuff. I'm talking about His team other portions. Yeah. <laughs> They're all in the same building, too. They're fine. I mean, like, I'm trying to get a hold of HR. I'm trying to get a hold of payroll. I'm trying to get a hold of the administrators on the fifth floor to talk but about as a, a as random a, provider as a service they're all pro- over the place and they're all fucking difficult but as a hold. service provider like i don't want you calling me like put a ticket in like it's, it's oh, the same for that. hr it's the same for payroll it has nothing to do with being remote you just are, don't want to do what the, the right like way to do things are i don't want to wait Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> i don't want to wait five fucking hours to get the question answered i just want to be able to call somebody up and get it done which is what I did before, but they're all working from home and don't have call forwarding or anything. I have a fucking recruiter that the only way to get a hold of them is email. They don't have a telephone number listed. They don't use any of our other services. And every time I ask a question, I get it fucking answered tomorrow. And it fucking sucks. It just, that's, I don't know. I, every, you gotta adapt. You, you are, I think, you're the only person that I met that have not, like, had their productivity increase by a substantial amount by... I get so much more done. I'm not like pissed off from the hour trip on the bus where somebody sat on my seat to put their like thigh on my leg. So I'm in a good mood from the time I wake up to the time I get out of that door. No, no, I'm saying that door. I I mean that couch to play those games. I'm perfectly happy working from home. Uh, I can't do it as much because I do have to be like by my team because we're all still in person. I only did it today because I actually had to remove myself from the office to get specific things done because I'll just get bothered all day and I need to focus on them. But it's like the rare thing. I never generally work at home. But working from home does have very succinct advantages. But not having everybody present within the same ecosystem to be able to hash things out quickly, like across the network of our institution, does suck sometimes. Yeah, that starts at the top. Then I've I've never been able to call HR even pre-pandemic and get somebody. So I don't know. You must have had a better direct line than I did. Um, it was you all. It was to... always it was ever since they they started putting their into service now, where you had to put their ticketing yeah. system. Yeah, Sur- they, they service just, now did kill that. They stopped answering the phone. So that that I don't think that that had anything to do with with the uh, the pandemic. But the, no. the fact that most people and most people that I interact with are on Microsoft Teams. Like that has made everything so much incredibly easy. Like I know how to do stuff now because it was like sit, you'd sit and like, what team do I even like put this in? Like now it's it's you don't feel like you're bothering people as much by just sending out like a little question. Hey, are you involved with this? No, okay, and you just it's a lot easier than than making phone calls or knocking on doors. I've put shit into Teams and it just goes unanswered i mean there's like that 60 person group for my same management circle and i'm it's like hey yeah i'm like hey where do i send these specific referrals just fucking crickets and then somebody's like how do i collect a payment and 30 people jump on i'm like god damn it well that's because nobody but... knew your the answer to your question <laughs> um, great but my question was how much of a pay cut are you going to take steve you're obviously not going to take any pay cut because you would rather just go to work I guess, but um, how much of a pay cut Zero. would you? I'm move? doing the same job. Okay, so it, come back to work, man. You're, everybody's coming back in, but right, you I'll can, be in you there can, while you, I go field offers from other companies. You can take a 10 percent pay cut and stay at home. Nope. So you would not uh, take any pay cut to, to retain what you're doing. No. If I made I either. 
if I made a real amount of money, because especially in today's job market, my job does not pay competitively any possible measure. But if I was making like, if I could make $28 being in the office or $25 being at home, I'd really have to consider which one of those I'd want to do. 25 all day, but yeah. I was actually, without getting into like specifics, asked today because there was a concern uh, with like jobs opening up, people getting offers, and yeah, potential poaching. How happy I was at my current position, and I was like, "You pay me well. There's a path to move forward." Uh, we work a 980 schedule, so like every other Friday, I'm off. As on top of that, you let me roll out of bed and come to work. As you've made it very difficult to go anywhere else. Plus, I like the team I work with, the people I work for. It's a it's a perfect scenario for me. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I probably wouldn't take much of a pay cut. Like I I think that it's I think it's selfish on Google's part. Like I was playing a little bit of an antagonist at the beginning, but I think it's selfish on Google's part. They're saving money by having those people at home, and if you can't figure well, out how to set like if. If you need to have like your eyes on people to get stuff done, then you probably don't have the right people in in the spots that you would be even considering having them in remote positions. Like, well, not not just that. It's it's not like they're they're hurting financially. It's not gonna make their you know their stockholder number shareholder numbers better. It's just uh, some middle manager that's less. mad that they can't look at their collection of employees. And, yeah. And, and, dictate how many times they go to the bathroom steve <laughs> I, I had a, a friend of mine if that they can't work by themselves they're fine <laughs> remind, remind me to remind me to tell you about something that came up in it meeting um after podcasts over a friend of mine when the pandemic started and he was working from home he was like i hate this i can't it's like it's it's uh, what am i doing like he's like i do one thing and it's supposed to last all week and now i'm done within like an hour and i got five days to fill and like within three weeks, he's like, I can kind of see the benefits of this. And then they went permanent work from home. And he's like, yeah, I bought one of those like mouse scrollers that keeps the mouse moving. He's like, I show up around 10. I was like, you've completely changed. Because he also, he was like, he had people under him. Yeah. And he was like, well, I don't have that that clout that comes with like the corner office. And I, you know, I, hey, Jim, how's everything going today? Like he, he missed his big fish small pond mm -hmm. when he realized that like oh yeah nobody gives a shit what i'm doing here and then he kind of realized like oh yeah i can i can put in the effort that is required of this and still have a better quality of life and get the job done but i'm not naming I, names but uh he knows who he is i will say Matt. that <laughs> there is a lot more inherent i'm not gonna say risk but temptation working from home because the oversight is generally less, and as long as you have your, well, you that, know, email notifications set loud enough, it's I, like I, I just I not to say I don't work hard when I'm in the office, but like I'm I have that looming over my head where it's like, oh, this could go away at any second. I need to continue producing results to be productive at this work from home situation. Yeah, and it well, does make me work harder than I would if I had to get on the bus there, like. By the time I get into the office, I've already been up for two and a half hours, getting ready, traveling, commuting. 
I'm I'm not in the same mental state once I get to that desk and you, you're in that open open office concept where like everybody's breathing down your neck and then you're spending all day like microwave uh, fish like yeah microwave fish that guy coughed it's just like it's a lot less stress uh well, managing yeah, the, the entire the entire workforce of of people that are on project work or you know task work the idea the idea of needing to work for eight and a half hours and taking a half an hour lunch break that i whole idea needs to go away for work from home to be successful like you need to be given tasks that need to be completed by deadlines and then just just make do them you know um steve you're not you can't do that you you you're the front desk people of a building that's open from a time to another time so yeah, like, i get, that... i get a little bit of a, a hybrid because my job contains both portions where I have a lot of task related things. So I spent four hours today literally just doing nothing but building, applying, fact checking templates. Uh, and so I needed to get away from the office because all day I know I'm going to have my staff come in to let me know a couple things and they're going to interrupt me and I'll, I'm going to lose my place, which I really can't do that when I'm doing this because it's really fucking tedious uh, work. Or a doctor is going to come in and be like, oh, I noticed something was wrong in my schedule. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Send me an email. Like, don't bother me right now. And I, I just think it is what you're getting. At. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's... the ticket system that they're supposed to use just broke, which is why they're now in my office pissing me off. But I'm like, if I'm not there, then if I need to, I can just turn off my email and I can do this and I can come back to it in an hour and see if there's anything particular or if something like really went wrong i'm gonna get a text and i'll be like all right sure i can jump in but there are i can't actually manage my staff remotely either i can't listen to their concerns i if a patient's barking you're gonna say pants, conversations <laughs> yeah. well yeah i mean i can't converse with them i can't see like is there anything that's going wrong today like how are things going i can't sort of break into them and make sure everybody's all right and doing fine or has any concerns. Like it's, it's more difficult because those kind of things have to be hands-on, but I do exist in both of those worlds. So every once in a while, I'm like, Hey, I just got to work from home and hammer yeah, this shit be, out. Well, and, I'll be back and, and the thing is that is something that would have never even been an option to you two years, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's, yeah. it's, uh, there's been some good things to come out of it, but that is not about all the time we have this week. Uh, if you like what you heard, this is actually a pretty good episode. So yeah. uh, I think you might it's actually, pretty well. you might actually talk like video games. We'll talk about the beach and remote <laughs> learning. <laughs> uh, stop by next week, Wednesday, twitch.tv slash game right now, 8 PM. Uh, catch us on the podcast. Next will be here. Next won't be here. Not long. He's we've <laughs> given him three weeks off. He's seen the good life of not doing this. No, no, he, we hit him. We came back on his off week. No, okay. because the problem. <laughs> uh, I'm Dan. That's Steve. Jeff, see you next week.